1: and welcome to another episode of post-conference presser for Anfield Index. Ladies and gents, it's the big one coming up this weekend, isn't it? It's the old enemy are trotting down the Eastlands road. They're wounded. We've got to take advantage of it. Could just end it there, to be honest. But there is plenty to talk about as normal. So we'll talk about Jurgen Klopp's press conference. We'll talk about the clues from the other night against USG. We'll look ahead to United threats. I'm going to try not to laugh when I say that. We've got to be realistic. We've got to talk about the formation of the lineup, who we think it will be, and give my normal prediction of score and score as well. You know, you know what you're going to get from Liverpool at the moment. So that plays a part to start with. Now, with this press conference, and I'm saying press conference kind of loosely because naturally, Europa, so it wasn't actually one that was recorded after the Union. Sanglois, or however you pronounce it, game, which tends to have been the the theme, wasn't it? Remember, he was peed off in a tent last time when there was all the noise that Toulouse were making. So this time it was quite clearly recorded before they'd even gone out to Belgium. So quite a calm demeanour for, for the manager, no snippiness, nothing that you could really sort of talk emotions wise, but very calm. And maybe the interesting thing, or maybe not the interesting thing, was all the questions did come from Vinnie O'Connor at Sky. So What was he asked? What did Jurgen Klopp say? Let's get into it. So he's asked, first of all, about with this period and it being the, the dead rubber, essentially, against USG, whether he treated it as giving him breathing space and players' time off. It's really tricky. Really, really tricky, he said. Because it's been the Sunday, the Wednesday, the Saturday. So it's been really tough for us. Sunday, I need a rest as much as anybody else, and I'm not even playing. So it was a real rest for everybody. The players needed it even more so, you could see. Even this week, the medical department told me at times that a couple of boys cannot do the full training session. Then you have to make a decision for Thursday. because so Obviously, this is going back in time a little bit, so to speak. So we have to make sure we have the right mix of rhythm and rest. Yeah, for this one, I don't know about everyone else. Everyone can see it differently, but when I saw that, USG lineup. Stronger than I thought, not going to lie, I thought Canarte, we know what Canarte's injury history is like. We know he can't do sort of two games back to back. So, astonished to be honest at first when he was on the team sheet. Hopefully there's no kick-on of that because we won't really know, will we, until the game if there is. But did his 45 minutes. There was a lot of players that I didn't think. I would have liked to have seen a full raft of kids. I did appreciate that many were there. But the pleasing aspect was, maybe who didn't go, wasn't it? Your big hit, big hitters, Alisson, Van Dyke, Trent Salah didn't even go, and even if you look, who didn't get any minutes at all. So Bosla didn't come on, Diaz didn't come on. So there is a lot of positives to that sort of rest, and you have to think, which was the next question we'll talk about. It's so important because the schedule really goes mental from now on. This is the last time it seems for so so long we we've had a rest, but. He was asked by Video Connor about, you know, this is a period and there's many tough games. So is this the most crucial period of the season? He said, it's exactly like that. And the problem is, again, it's Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So there's plenty of games. It's the 26th and then there's a few days after Burnley, but it's brutal. We have to get through this. We have now our injuries and we'll see who's available, but we need them to all get through it somehow. You're right, it is crucial. Probably yes for all of us and for all teams, but we just have to find a way to get into the next game and try and win it. It's not suiting Liverpool too bad at the moment, hasn't it? I mean, let's not pretend for one single second we've been playing well. Let's not pretend for one single second the forwards have been firing or anything like that. But this team is digging in. This team is winning games. This team seems to like doing it very, very late, but. Maybe that's just a sign of their strength, their resilience, but in a good way, a lot of people are not putting us in that sort of conversation for the the major honours, are they, at the moment? But they keep doing it. And this is a tough period. Let's not pretend. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of home games, but it is pretty brutal. And injury-wise, you know, McAllister, you look at that, what was supposed to just be a cut in his leg, and we expected him back for United, no problem. He's now... One we've never heard of where, you know, all the way through to the bone all of a sudden he's putting posters on Insta, terrifying the life out of us in crutches and these types of things. The injury list has just started to ratchet up. It, w- it would be good quite soon to get some good news. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure we've all seen the photos, the likes of Robbo's there, isn't he? Jot is back in there when they gave Salah the 200 shirt at the same time. Badges back in that photo. Tiago back in that photo. Now, just for the record, I'm putting absolutely no stock that any of those are right, you know, ready to be anywhere near this game or even probably the one after against Arsenal, aside from the, the Carabao type of thing, but the next one in the league. So yeah, but it would just be good, wasn't it, as we hit the mental period just for even positive signs and like you said, no more injuries. That is really, really crucial. But we're going to have to see what happens and see the, the rotation. And maybe, just to link it to that first question, for all the talk about the kids and the senior stars not shining against USG, which we'll talk about, yeah, the rest might be absolutely crucial when we look back. Fingers crossed at that. And the final question he was asked was about Anfield, and, you know, the the impact of whether you are need it you don't have to travel, home games, et cetera. Said, yeah, it's better if we don't have to travel. It's better if we have Anfield as well. But we will need Anfield as it's really, really tough. Arsenal is a big game. Then West Ham in the quarterfinal, that's a big game. Boxing Day is a big game, no doubt. There's better, or it's better than having away games, but it's a big task for us. Yeah, it's home. The record's great Anfield this season. We know that. But Jürgen's absolutely spot on. It's not been flowing football, like destroying teams, blowing them out the road. You have to look, people, don't you? I mean, Fulham, last-minute drama or late-late drama, I should say, type of thing. Liverpool will need Anfield. Liverpool will need their fans to come to the party, especially you look at this United one. They into to the 7-0. We've got to make that atmosphere as intimidate, intimidating as possible. I think it'll take care of itself, don't get me wrong, but you've got to remember we have a part to play as well. Then even as you come through to the quarterfinal, you never know with the kids, they'll need our support. Then even on that Arsenal game, I mean, that that's looking or could be billed as absolutely ginormous, couldn't it? So it could be literally first versus second at this stage of the season. And we know how Arsenal work when... Anfield comes to life. They do all right, don't they? But then Miguel Arteta, Miguel Arteta, sorry, decides to go a bit mental on the touchline, rouse Jürgen Klopp, and that wall of sound in Anfield takes off. We then look at last season, even when it's not going perfectly, Granit Xhaka thinks it's clever to give Trent a little bit of a shove. Trent reacts. That Anfield wall of sound takes off. That's what we've got to do on Sunday, simple as that. It's got to be from United through to West Ham, through to this Arsenal game, just a horrible place for teams to come. You always feel the United game takes care of itself, but you even look to West Ham, the kids, you'll think it'll be a lot of kids, not that dissimilar to the other night against USG. They may well need help. I mean, this is almost feels like West Ham's season, large part. They'll be looking at, we're in this, we're in the semi, we've got a real chance for a trophy. They'll have so much in this, especially with how they've been going recently. Then Arsenal, it's got to be hostile. It's got to be intimidating. And it can't be one of those where Anfield's quiet or anything like that. You know, under the lights, it has to be Anfield. OK? And fingers crossed. We do our part. We'll back them players to do the rest. So those were the key points, ladies and gents, from the press conference. but. Yeah, plenty to think about there. And then going back, as we normally do, to the clues from the last game and talking about who's played their way in and out. It's a weird one, this, isn't it? The USG one. There's a dead rubber. It's deader than that condom in your dad's wallet. It's still from 1978. It keeps alongside the photo of you and your mum and your sister. A bit weird, but probably true. Also, at the same time, what does it really mean? As Jürgen said, their goal looked offside, didn't it? Who cares? So that is one way of looking at it. And I can set stock in that. That is largely, largely how I'm feeling. Honest thoughts, though. It, it's a tough, it was a tough encounter for the youth stars. Give them all, like, a pass. And I really mean that. Give them all a pass. Like, look how long Kate Gordon's been out. Ben Doak not been in the team much. Look at the two young fullbacks, Chambers, Bradley. It's tough for them. It's really, really tough, especially on that pitch without the senior stars. They're not, you know, they're not playing out to the normal people, are they? You know, communication might have been tough with some as well. So give them a pass, yeah? They gave it their best in that red shirt. Nothing more. And tell you, you, give more than a pass to Jarrell Kwanzaa. What a boy. On and off the pitch now as well. I mean, that strike, let's be honest, that Curtis Jones corner comes in he could do with maybe taking the forwards training, to be honest, because it's just a blind touch. Kills it and just wham. First time strike. Any top striker would have been proud of that control and finish. No two ways about it. And then, you know, he had a decent game. I think there was only one time I'd say he maybe got, got done against their, their tall forward. Should have done better. But overall, a very good game. And let's be honest, there were sod all contenders for Man of the Match from us alongside him. 2 1 maybe flatters us, if anything. But. The kids give them the passes all round. The senior stars, you put it in context, it doesn't matter, and obviously if they do perform against United in these, you won't remember it for one second. I mean, this game, let's be clear on it, it's fading out your memory faster than your mate who's gone on holiday to Turkey and is going to come back with a Rob Holding style Lions who's, you know, the top of his head is going fast. This is just a nothing game, but but Senior stars didn't shine as well, let's be honest. Doesn't mean you're panning them, doesn't mean it means, means anything in context, but Curtis Joe's played well, I wouldn't say that. Endo, 45? No. Ibu, okay. Kelleher, and I'm including even senior, because you can't talk about a 26-year-old, I know he's the backup keeper, but he's no kid. Probably will look back and uh, Simra as we've talked about before. Once this allowed, I get, but should he do better on the goal? without doubt Gappo. Some of you might now be thinking did he play yeah he did didn't really do much did he in all honesty so in that context yes it means nothing yes they can correct it was it a good performance no not really from the senior stars they did not shine no one sort of put a marker down for united this weekend did they? maybe even who knows with a dead rubber. Some of them are thinking oh, I'm gonna I could get a chance, so I'm not gonna go, but whatever. Nothing to really shout home about but Jarrell Quantilaire for last night. Now we talk as we always do about the threats that the opposition bring. Ladies and gentlemen, the circus is in town. This is one sweet, sweet shit show that's rocking up to us. There is dangers here. There's a risk, but anyone who's saying they don't expect us to win is lying. There'll be some who are thinking it's going to be an absolute breeze and there'll be some conjuring images or, you know, we've had the chat about 7-0 again, the normal things. But let's not just count any chickens too fast because they're an interesting one. I mean, it is a mess on and off the pitch. We know that. But they've had decent form, actually, recently. They're in sixth place. It's one or the other with United. They've won nine. They've lost seven. There's no draws. It tends to be a win and not say a good team win. Usually moments of brilliance from someone here and there. Or hopeless. One of the two. That's why, you know, one's totally inconsistent. One nine, draw on seven. Let's hope it's the seven. Sorry, lost seven. One nine, lost seven even. So let's hope it's the seven again for that column and the scoreline that we're steering towards. Weirdest thing as well, for all that money they've spent on attacking the base players, they've only scored 18. I think Liverpool in the league have scored 36, so double, double what United's got already. Look at where they are, six in the league, and there's people, Liverpool have got the best goal difference, but you look at others, their goal difference is minus three. Okay? So they ship a lot of goals. Don't score that many. They really don't. So, does that play a part? I mean, we've had their team news as well. Bit of bad news, I'm afraid to announce. If you're not seeing it, so this is not what Liverpool wanted to hear at all. Harry Maguire and Anthony Martial are out of this game. That is two significant blows for Liverpool. We wanted them to start. We would want to have the captain's armband, no doubt, as well, especially with Bruno, as we already know, being suspended. But yeah. Bit of a blow that was this morning when Eric Ten Hag said it to us that Martial and Maguire are out. As he also said, Luke Shaw and Marcus Rashford are fit and in training. Luke Shaw is back in training. Which maybe begs your question about if Luke Shaw had to come off the other night, it looked like he was in agony. But maybe agony is a bit strong actually. But, you know, he's holding his leg, like, but he's fit to train. Bit of an exaggeration, maybe just didn't fancy it. Who knows? But, yeah, that's their team news. What are their threats? Rashford's got a few goals in this game, potentially, historically, I would say. I mean, he's not looked at it at all this season. People will debate. The The risk is, I think, with this, it's the complacency element, isn't it? That this is people going to go, this is going to be 6-7, they're going to brush them over and all those types of things. And even as I'm saying this, and people are listening and going, oh, go, 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 defeaters, bedware, all that nonsense. Let's just be clear. Quite often in this game, form book can go out the window. Let's also be clear, in this fixture, you're never fully sure. No one predicted a 7-0 last season. or even pretend you did for one second or a morning because we were struggling last season and they were at a decent period. Even this season, people, you wouldn't think we'd be top. You wouldn't think we'd have got the goals and the things like 4-3 When the forwards, and and Salah obviously scored and assisted the last game, but he's not really been firing. But the whole forward line, especially thinking how a lot of them started the season, are misfiring at the moment. Quite a few are almost barren spells, aren't they? Let's be honest. Jots are out. So there's just the risk of the unknown with this, what United will turn up. So in simple terms, and this is really simple, we've got to be on it from the off. This is a wounded animal. Don't let it rise. Put your foot on its throat from the off. Chase them, harass them. And the crowd, as you say, play the part in this. You think the spirit, if anything, the one thing about United, you, can, you couldn't argue really. The spirit looks weak. The goalkeeper looks terrible. Let's really test both on Sunday. That's what I'd say. So the biggest threat in simple terms is, complacency, not going for it and having these things where the forwards are not firing. But we're too slow. We're too ponderous. We don't build up. Get after them from the off. Absolutely crucial for me. So that leads us not tree to formation, line-up. I think there was a few clues the other night. Got to be honest on this. So, I mean, some are straightforward. Alison and Trent didn't travel. Van Dyke didn't travel. Sibikas, he didn't play. He'll start. Centre-half, people look at this in different ways and say it was Joe Gomez. I think Ibu will play, naturally. I think it was a bit of a risk. Still, think it was a bit of a foolish risk for me. People disagree on that. But I wouldn't have played him at all against USG, so hopefully there's no ill effects. But if it is, that's the back five. Midfield, we know McAllister's out. I think he would have been nailed on to start for obvious reasons. Zaboslai didn't play a minute. He will be in. I'm a bit disappointed with this and saying this because I think, especially if we look at the lack of control we've had in certain games, and Gravenberg hasn't been firing at all recently. You know, he's young, so you've got to give that into consideration. It's a busy period coming to the Premier League, all those types of things. doesn't mean he's a bad player but he has been struggling. And I would have personally played him last night. So Curtis Jones, that would have been my choice, Curtis Jones starting. However, based on Curtis playing the full 90, I do expect Ryan Gravenberg to be playing as well as a Bosley. And I also think, based on what we're seeing, I think Endo will play the six. The holding role, the double pivot alongside Tram, whatever you want to call it. Which, again, didn't play well last night. Really didn't play well against Crystal Palace, where he's taken off. There's a, there's a few question marks for me around this midfield. I would have 100% had Curtis Jones. I'm going to be honest as well. I almost feel like with zaboslai and Gravenberg, the balance doesn't look right. It really doesn't. I think almost like two attacking. Gravenberg needs to get more physical. There's no real excuse with his size and his power. It's great being having that power and that size going forward and athleticism, but you need to show it and put your foot in in this one. There's no excuses. I'd, Curtis Jones, I bet, will be fuming. No two ways about it. Absolutely fuming to not start this one. But let's hope I'm wrong. But I do think it will be Zaboslai, so Endo, Burke in there. Forward line Two take care of themselves because Salah didn't so – Salah's always going to play anyway, but didn't travel, left at home – Luis Diaz didn't play a minute, which might not be the worst thing in the world. Let's be completely honest. Luis Diaz has been struggling the last few games. And maybe let's see if a rest has an impact because regular game time and starts doesn't seem to be helping him. So let's hope the rest plays something he's really up for it. Then you come to the middle. Darwin only played. I mean, he's not not firing. We've got to be clear. He's missed some chances. And he's just starting to look a bit like last season's Darwin. It's not been good signs recently have to be honest. That doesn't mean he's not had a really, really good season up to now in certain parts. That doesn't, you know, whitewash that at all. But Cody Gatpo, not really done much recently for me. Looks a bit ineffective. And you can argue that Nunes, not done much recently, looks been ineffective. I couldn't sort of argue against those. I think it's unfortunate if Jota was fit, he'd be a certain starter in this one. But I think Nunes gets the nod. Also, just for the pace and size. I think you look at who's going to play for them in that middle. There's no McGuire. So probably you're thinking Shaw and Lindelof would probably be the, the smart money. Nunes will fancy his chances against both. Of them. I mean, I think they're going to sit back anyway, don't get me wrong, and, and literally put men behind the ball. But I, I would go Nunes. So that would be my starting lineup and formations, the normal formation that we always play. Which only leaves the prediction, doesn't it, ladies and gents? For all I've said, I don't think it'll be seven nil. I don't. I still don't envisage it being like uh, We're going to need to dig someone out and break glass, Harvey Elliott on, Trent, moved into midfield. All of those types of things. I'm hoping not, anyway. So my honest prediction is, I'm going three nil. And I'd take that all day long. I'd take a one to like. I know good performances and all that have been hard to come by, but it's it is a results business at this time of the season. It always has been. So that is crucial. And you don't want to keep going to a the well for an eightieth, eighty ninth, ninetieth minute winner. So yeah, three nil. And listen, Mo Salah. Foolish to bet against Mo Salah. So never will. Never have done. Three nil, Mo Salah to open the scoring. To do usual, ladies and gents, when you, you, know, you see this, see all our chat in Anfield Index, feel free to, to comment, share your thoughts. But that was another post-conference presser for Anfield Index.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show.